This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by bentoria.com. That's B-E-N-T-O-R-I-A dot com. gentlemen and a very well welcome to the Wednesday week the Sheffield Wednesday podcast I'm Lord Hillsborough and with me online we've got a full house first of all we've got James hello there James you been yeah it's nice to have a full house after uh, a quiet couple of weeks lovely to everybody back of course the ever ready in some sort of a way Victoria how the devil are you my darling I'll take that with a pinch of salt I'm all right my lord how are you you could have taken it a lot worse, my darling. No. I've seen the videos. Uh, Fudgy, <laughs> how the devil have you all been? Somebody's going to have to uh, circle back to that story. By the way, we need to uh, we need to come back to that one because that that sounded. I, I want to see the promotional videos, if I'm honest. I wouldn't say promotional. That would imply Victoria was a business. Fudge, um, right? This always happens when you're on. Right? I've had tweets tonight saying, "How do you feel about Fudge abusing you every time he's on?" And this this is like this is a HR issue right here. <laughs> yeah. I want this noted. We'll Where does the HR out. fall? Is, is that is that does that fall at Jesus' feet? Does it? Is that a, is that a thing? Yeah. Is, that, is that one of his walls? Shut up and eat your pizza. All right, sorry, I'm back. Yes, Lord Page, I'm back from Holland and I'm having a great time stalking like Steve McLaren. Is that a good intro? Yeah, can we do that? Fantastic. <laughs> and of course, we've got Eddie Yellow there, Eddie old boy. I got five on it. It's got me stuck and I don't go back. I got five on it. Partner, let's go half on a sack. Let's go half on a sack. I haven't done a sack race since I was in primary school. <laughs> can we have no sacks tonight, please? Actually, can, can, can I just interject with, a, with an anecdote? Right no. from the kickoff, right from the <laughs> doors. It, uh, it was a sack race that got me the sack from Butlin's Entertainment Resort Skegness. If, if you want to know that, um, give me a tweet and I'll tell you the story. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'll, I'll tweet Shall you. Shall I tell it? I'll I kind of you. want to know what you did with your sack. 
All right, oh, uh, let me uh, let, let me enlighten you, kids. Um, going back to can, God, can, ten years. Can ago, we man. guess? Can we guess? Was yeah, it? Go on. It, let's let's start putting some guesses in. Was it inappropriate relations within the sack? Uh, kind of. Were you sacking so hard that you bumped into Noddy and knocked him over? And knocked him over? <laughs> that leads me to another story, but I'll get back to that later on. But no, what it was, uh, we were doing a um, a school sports day. It was our big customer feedback winner. No, 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 As I was about to set off in a sack race, some child pulled my shorts down. So, um, so what I did, I thought, I need to make an example of this. Child, like you know what I mean, or something so like sixty kids. The jury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the kids ran off, and you know, you clip somebody's back heel and they fall down a bit. I did that, and I had one of the relay batons, which which weigh less than paper. I started poking him in the knees and the elbows, going, "Ah, but you know, look at that, there, yeah, kid, here, yeah, what about that?" And um, the kid, I, for lack of a better term, wasn't the fizziest drink in the fridge. He went back to his um, <clears throat> went back to his dad and said, "That sports coach has beat me up." So, um. So obviously it led to a disciplinary and all this, and I thought, no, nah, it's fine, you know, it'll be all right. And then uh, a few of the redcoats that were there with me at the time uh, wrote on the disciplinary on the um, on the statement. Uh, yeah, Fudge then proceeded to hit the kid with a metal bar. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was me not working for them again. <laughs> so so re- rewinding back to the start of this story, this was a sack race where the very first action was your sack getting <laughs> exposed. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the irony wasn't wasted on me, to be fair. You know what I mean? But the, the eight-year-olds the eight that were there, they, they had an issue with it. <laughs> hey, so are you off that register now? Are we allowed yeah, to yeah. now? Like I say, it's been 10 years. I'm allowed to talk about it now. Trying for the human spirit. So, Sheffield <laughs> Wednesday. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's crack on, shall we, ladies and gentlemen. Um, right, so first things first. Of course, we do have to speak about the Derby game. And I must admit, this one was a bit of a yardstick for me. And it was a cracking game, wasn't it, ladies and gents? It was bloody brilliant, wasn't it? I just sat and watched it on Sky. And, you know, like, I, it's not very often that, aside from Super Sunday, I will sit and watch a full match. Like, because obviously I go to the game myself or whatever else. And Tuesday night can't be arsed. Monday night can't be arsed. But it was a bloody brilliant game. I, I wish I'd have been there. It was good. It was a very good game of football. It was end to end. You know, what it's like sometimes when you're when you're at a football match. You never, you don't kind of watch the scoreboard. You've not really got any idea how long's played, and then you'll kind of turn around and have a look and check it out. And that game just seemed to fly by. And I think that's the indication of a good game of football when you look up and you've played kind of forty minutes and it's nearly half time. Um, great game of football. And um, I think great performance by us, wasn't it? After a, a couple of um, you know slightly kind of more sort of wobbly performances. I thought we were back to his best on Saturday. It's funny because uh, we didn't get the result that I think we all we all wanted and I think that the performance merited. Um, but it was great to see that Wednesday team doing everything that we've done all season. Um, you know, we were dominant for, for large periods of the game against one of the best teams that we played this season. Um, there was, you know, a full, uh, a, a full derby st- stadium that was uh, it wasn't the noisiest but it was certainly quite imposing um i actually think the you know the battle was won and lost between the fans wasn't it an awful lot of the time was spent uh, the wednesday fans in full voice the derby fans i think it brought out the best in them especially second half um an unbelievable goal from barry bannon 
uh, it, it's yeah we're gutted that we didn't manage to hang on and you know it, i think a little bit more attention a little bit more discipline a little bit more organization and we'd have been there um however i think that that game was exactly what we needed because we'd had as james says a, a few iffy performances where um we didn't do what we've done so successfully this season that was a return to form and even though we didn't get the three points i think it's an absolutely uh, it's a fantastic building block for where we need to be going into this final stretch of the season so you know certainly saturday but let's you know let's uh, think about what it was it was a, uh, a an important point gained it's kept us there with clear daylight between us and cardiff um uh, you know it was it, it was it was back to what we needed to be as a promotion chasing team. I think I I, I agree entirely. I, I mean there was there was points when I was watching it and I was thinking, um, you know, we've we've spoken about our defence not being as great as what they were the year before and um, how many clean sheets we kept last year and and you know and all that sort of thing. But it does it, it, it sounds as soon as Bent came on the pitch, I turned to the missus and I said, I bet he scores. Of course he's going to score. Look at oh, him. Oh, of course uh, he was. Yeah, and every time. How, how long was it? Thirty. Six seconds or something ridiculous like that. He, he literally just walked on the field and tottered one in. He may as well have gone home after that. He was rubbish. But but again, it's um, it's a point off of um, one of the top six. Now, Dolby must be getting quite frustrated because in terms of our our um, our record against the top six, which is something I've been moan, bemoaning all season. Um, yeah, Derby are the ones that we've taken the most off. Is is that right? We we've we've drawn against Derby twice now. Yes. Uh, yeah, but we've we've drawn against Brighton twice and we've drawn against Hull twice as well. Well, then, you know that's that's quite Gosh, encouraging. <laughs> so, so, you know, I, you know, I, I drink I drink a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but, some of the more forgettable I, it, for games, me, you know. Yeah. Yes. And 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 this one was an exciting game, and we turned up for it. And I think you know we've got to have a special mention for uh, Barry Banan. You know, he was he was everywhere. Uh, and he was by far the standout player for us that day, and I'm glad he capped it off with, with a pretty special goal. To be fair, that was a that was a smash, wasn't it? Do you to know be what, fair, well? Ian Holloway couldn't say enough about him, could he? Before the match, he just wouldn't shut up on Sky. Just like, oh, Barry Banan, Barry Banan, like, and he proved him right. But it was just, it, it was great to hear some Sky commentary going our way for once. He likes us, doesn't he, Holloway? He's always liked us. I don't know why. He just always seems to be quite complimentary about us whenever I hear him um, hear him talk. I'd love Holloway, though. I absolutely, <laughs> I think he's brilliant. He's like a, another Warnock, isn't he? I honestly think that he likes us because we have been through so many managers. He's basically got us on his on his shortlist at all times. He's like, I must be in the frame for the for the Wednesday job next. I don't know whether or not you could hear it on the TV, but unless I'm mistaken, we had our fifth Barry Bannon song of the year, uh, which was born. <laughs> I'd not heard it before, but uh, it was um, probably the most sung song at the iPro Stadium. Yeah, we on, did. Um, we didn't Saturday. hear that on the TV. But go on, James. Give us a go. Um, so it is basically to the tune of Achy Breaky Heart, that well-known um, country music classic um, by... By, my, my, by Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus' dad. Miley Cyrus' dad, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you'll have heard ev- every, <laughs> every club has a version of it for someone or other. Uh, and it became... And I'm pretty sure that it's the fifth different song now that we've had for Barry Bannon this season, which either means that he's he's really good and deserves five songs or we're just really indecisive as Wednesday fans. 
Let's just pick a song and stick to it. Well, come on now, James. Eddie, Eddie, bear bear in mind, this is, this, this, this is what Vic was angry at. She was getting somebody to sing it. Now, come on, James. Oh, but yes, normally, somebody normally, sing the song. Normally, I raise the subject and then Eddie sings the song. This is the way that Eddie this works. Eddie will sing it. Go on, Eddie. So, so, so this, this time, we're flipping the script. And yeah. so, James, it's on you. Right. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to really, I'll sort of like mumble it rather than singing it, but it goes, we've got banan, Barry banan, I just don't think you understand, a wee Scottish man is better than Zidane, we've got Barry banan. You know Thank what's you. not bad, Thank Thank Marvellous. Really, Marvellous. you've been wasted all this year because you could have done that uh, <laughs> all this year. However, I was a little bit upset because all the way through the first part of the lyrics, it's Barry banan in the way that we have... Have, have pronounced his name correctly, I might add, all through this season. And then at the end, they change it back to Bannon. So it's a we've got Bannon, Barry Bannon, blah, 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 blah. And at the end, it goes, uh, we've got Barry Bannon. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> when did we turn into Spin It or Bin It? When did we turn into Desert Island Discs? <laughs> Room 101. <laughs> There we go. So, yeah, that's my, my review of the match was a uh, great performance, disappointing end to our creative song writing. Uh, talking of disappointing ends, after what was a great game of football, and I've got to say, actually, um, you know, really good day out in Derby, really nice fans, um, and we we found, and I've been there before, we found this really nice pub in, in Derby where the uh, the landlord is a Wednesday fan. So um, after the game was quite good fun. That he, sounded he... like a bit of a chant then, James. You <laughs> like, the landlord is a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I'm doing tonight, I'm singing now. This is your fault. It's for making me uh, sing sing that uh, Barry Bannon song. Uh, but yeah, so the, the landlord was a Wednesday fan, so he came and, and sat with us for a bit. We were following the Cardiff game on Twitter, you know, furiously refreshing, 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 refreshing. And, you know, we were... We, we'd pretty much started the party. We were going to be there for the rest of the day and for the night. You know, we thought, sod the train. We're just going to stay here all day party. And what happens? Talk about anticlimax. That Cardiff penalty that I'm not even convinced it was inside the box. Just what a, what a crushing end to what had been a great day. To be fair, whether Derby uh, or, or, or Cardiff would have won or, or, or drawn, you'd have, still in bed, you'd have still been in bed by 8 o'clock, having a few beers that early now. I'll have you know it was half past 8, actually. I managed an extra half hour Ooh. this week. <laughs> <laughs> so did nobody buy you any chicken? <laughs> Not this week, no. <laughs> I must admit, though, like we've talked about obviously our game and whatever else, but that last match, that Derby Bolton, uh, Cardiff Bolton game was just awful, wasn't it? It, it was, was just edge of your seat stuff. And I was texting you with like the updates and everything. I was watching it on Skybet, and oh my god, I was like a nervous wreck. And I thought, why are we waiting for someone else again all the time? All we have to do is wait for somebody else. It would just have been We're a bonus not, to have had it wrapped it was up just, last yeah. weekend. Oh, and it, it felt like so it was written in the stars because it had been such a nice day. The sun had been shining. It had been a brilliant game of football. And it just felt like this is it. It's going to happen today. Against all the odds, Bolton are going to take a point off Cardiff and we're all going to go home in this brilliant party mood and party into the small hours or you know, maybe maybe quarter to nine I'd have Half made it to. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they even nine o'clock. Out. Push the boat out for, till till nine o'clock, and obviously that happened, and it, it was just such a um, such a blow. But you know, it doesn't matter. We go again, don't we? Hey, the other thing as well from the derby game, and I'm confused by this, and I've still not quite figured out what happened. So Fernando Forestieri got booked, didn't he? Done. 
dun, dun. Didn't he? Oh, did, did, he? did, did, did you need did. confirmation? Yes, he well, did. Yeah, he did get was, booked. I, I couldn't. Me and, me and my friends afterwards were very confused because some we, we saw somewhere, and I don't know if it was someone that told us or we saw on Twitter, that someone said Fessy got booked for diving again. So we tried finding it on Twitter and couldn't do. But then John said, oh, yeah, David Greedo uh, tweeted it earlier. So I asked him who said yes, but he said yes as a joke to wind me up. So I was like, oh, he did. He got booked for diving again. And then text me saying that was a joke. And it just led to complete confusion. And I'm still not really sure what happened. So what did he get booked for? Diving. Diving. Again. Well, no, what do you call it? Like insinuating or... Simulation. He got booked Sorry. for nonsense. Insinuating. <laughs> Day, Fudge. I, I've got a few gags on that. Come back to me. On, you're not on this podcast. You're never here. Fuck her off. Simulating, no, James. So, so that, that, that actually by happened. Love. So he did yeah, get he got booked, booked for being elbowed in the face. Of course he, was, he did. That's, he was, that's how he rolls. I'm still confused. I need, I need to watch this, don't I? That, that would solve it. I did tape the bloody game and I've not watched it yet. You could literally, you could walk up to Fessy in Meadow Hall punch him in the face and he'd get red carded <laughs> there's no question about it it's just getting ridiculous now but did we, anyone uh, see his t-shirt before yeah the game? we need a big shout out for the t-shirt before that the game. was amazing that was, that was a, a take a card all. any card what what was this have you not have you not seen the t-shirt james no, no, so no. um firstly turned up wearing a t-shirt with a uh, with one of those pete mckee style um drawings on it and it's a, it's a footballer being reprimanded by the referee, and the referee has got an array of cards in front of him, red, yellow, red, yellow, red, yellow, and it says, pick a card, any card. Oh. I mean, all right, so it's not the funniest gag you've ever seen. But, Live but on Fess Sky. Is there, no, it's nice. <laughs> Fair play to him for that. Fair play to him for that. He also um, retweets the photo quite a lot, as far as I've seen. I don't know if it is him or if he keeps favouriting it or whatever, but it keeps coming up on my Twitter, like linked to him. That he keeps favouriting a photo that Pete Mc, Pete McKee has drawn of him, with like loads of cards thrown at him that just are targeted above it as well. So he's oh, yeah, proper out. He's, he's going draw, for it. Absolutely fantastic. Um, of course, the other thing that happened before the derby game is uh, we had a, a, a bit of a, a Wednesday night turn up. Um, it was wonderfully welcomed by the Wednesday yes. fans, but not terribly reader, welcomed by you. Reader, 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 photos of, of just stripping off and, and whipping his Wednesday shirt out, shall we say. Um, they're just incredible. The Wednesday has absolutely loved it. Commentary fans, apparently not so keen. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. From what I've seen on Twitter, a few of the, a few of the uh, Commentary City fans have gone, look, you know, support what club you want as long as you turn out for us. Do you know what I mean? Which, which is, you know, quite nice. And, and, and I wouldn't begrudge any of our players doing it. I think wearing the shirt was a bit of a... Um, <laughs> you know, a step too far. But wearing the shirt favorite... with with yes. Nuhu on the back. That's my <laughs> favourite bit about it. You know, he's a big Dave fan, and that's my favourite. I, you know, there's there's a player there. I don't think he actually played with. Do you know what I mean? He, he yeah, didn't wasn't he, on the pitch. He never when, played with. When Dave him, when Dave came, he, he, we had Reed on the podcast, and he told us that he, 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 he Dave stayed at his house when he first came to. Uh, first oh, came yes, to he did. Yeah. I did as well. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So yeah, so the, the fact he's turned up and he's a he's a new who fan, for me is oh it was it was wonderful. I mean it's great as a Wednesday fan. 
you know, wearing the shirt, like I say, you know, was a bit bit of a step too far. But I I, I enjoyed that. And you know, if you've got an issue with that as a commentary fan, build the bridge, get over it. Now, the thing is, have... he's not he's not playing for Sheffield United, is he? It, it's not all Leeds or whoever else. It's not like they're a major rival. So why can't he go out and celebrate and enjoy the game? You know, like he was injured and. And he's also said as well on Twitter, he's argued with a lot of people saying how many other injured players were there? None. So why why is it such a problem? I, I think it's a fair point that Coventry pay his wages. And so if they're playing a game, then you... If, if, if someone that is in your employment is going to attend a game, you'd expect it to be your game, wouldn't you? Hang on, I mean, we, I, we I had an early kick-off. How, how do we know that he didn't make it back for Coventry's game? What, from Derby to Coventry in 45 minutes? Is that I've done it in 22. They were playing in maybe, Doncaster. Maybe you did. No, yeah, it was I'm, in the pub I'm, with I'm, us I'm, getting I'm hammered going, celebrating uh, Cardiff, the Cardiff result. No, it wasn't. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. I'll t- tell you what was quite amusing is that because he was, um, whether, the, whether he meant to or not, I don't know, but he was next to um, Tango. They were like stood next to each other for the game. Um, so obviously, you know, Tango kind of comes out, gets his shirt off and everyone starts singing Tango, Tango. And then Rita turns up and everyone starts singing his song. And I was stood right at the far left of all the Wednesday fans, uh, literally where the line of stewards is and then the Derby fans. We could actually hear them. And they were like, do they have a song for every one of their fans? They thought that as each fan came out, we just sang a song <laughs> to them. That'd be hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, and of course, because of what happened with Reader, and he got a bit of stick from, from the Coventry folks, and uh, of course, um, then this evening, as we uh, basically speak at the moment, um, Coventry have... Um, what's the best way of putting this? Started to select their player of the year, shall we say. Um, and um, Reader is, of course, a Coventry player. And it turns out he's got quite a lot of support from the Wednesdayites for Coventry's player of the year. The only thing that could make this more fantastic, other than yet another internet vote that Wednesday win, hands down, is that if somehow Fernando Forestieri actually still gets the vote for Coventry Player of the Year. It really would be utterly, utterly hilarious if it did end up... I was playing two games for Coventry this season, something like that. Uh, 12, 12. He's made a contribution. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to win the uh, the Coventry Player of the Year vote. It would be like Liam Palmer people. winning it for us, wouldn't it? That it's legitimately like... It's not... It's, it's, it's actually more like Darren Potter winning it for us. <laughs> I, I love this. I, I love this. We should we should get onto uh, Wolves and pick their player of the year and pick Halan for them as well. <laughs> the you know what I mean? We should do. This, we should do it. The, the danger is that Coventry fans will now hijack our player of the year and give it to um, <laughs> um, Reese Wiggins. Uh, will win our player of the year because it's hijacked by Coventry. There's only about six Coventry fans, isn't there? Yeah, I don't Fair think point. it would swear Fair the point. vote very much. Unless, unless Dion Dublin's going to win it, then I can't imagine that, that they're going to have any impact. <laughs> but no, oh, by no. the way, uh, sorry, just to assume to, we've been on the air for about 20 minutes, haven't we? And I've got a knob gag. Uh, speaking of Dion Dublin, according to Neil Ruddock, it's the biggest wanger he's ever seen in his life. Just keep your both in That's not a knob gag, that's just facts. You know, we're, that's just fact. It's not, it's not the Guinness Book of World Records. Knob facts. That could be a new feature that we start doing every week. Fudger's knob oh, facts. <laughs> Listen, Eddie, Eddie and Rod Hillsborough will back you up. I have started. 
<laughs> I've started many a new feature and not followed through with them ever. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a new feature every week. But yes, let's do that. Knob fights. Apparently, in front of Razor Ruddock, Dion Dublin swung it around a bit and he looked like a helicopter. And um, Jordan's waist is as big as one of his thighs. That's what Neil Ruddock said to me this whole time. <laughs> and, th- and then we went out and got drunk the day after it was in rehab. So uh, there you are, kids. <laughs> so we're, we're looking for new sponsors for the Wednesday week. And if you if you want to be part of this high quality, have we considered Viagra? Have we approached Viagra? I think that'd be yeah. a very appropriate. I, I, to, to be fair, I think Pele's got that sewn up. <laughs> oh come on, that was a good gag. Why was everybody silent then? <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. You've ruined it. <laughs> I uh, would like to uh, credit uh, the chap that came up with uh, the uh, the vote reader hashtag over there on Twitter, uh, Mr. Paul Thorley, or at P Thorley over there on Twitter. So, again, just have a little look for uh, um, hashtag uh, vote reader. And by all means, if, if you would like to place your vote for Coventry City Player of the Year, uh, I, I'm sure you know what to do. Um, other strange thing is also on that list is uh, Mr. Tug Guy. Um, not quite as many votes from the Wednesday, strangely. No, because he um, doesn't give a shit, does he? Vote <laughs> reader. Um, right, so again, the, the derby game um, went off. We, we've sort of got the point. To me, it was a very heartwarming performance. Uh, it, it sort of jeered me up along. As you say, we've, we've not obviously won anybody really in the top six, but we have played really, really well against them. And if, if that is sort of what we've got going into the playoffs, if we're in the playoffs, again, I was being presumptuous. I apologise. I don't mean to. Um, but uh, certainly, I, I can only see good things for us. Uh, we are, of course, ha- uh, are going to have to make some kind of history in the playoffs if we do go up. Because um, and I can't remember if I've mentioned this before, but we will have to be the first team ever to be promoted to the Premier League, uh, having not beaten another top six side through the course of the season. Never happened. Really? We're going to make it in history, aren't we? Is that a thing? Apparently so. I didn't do that that stat, but someone that I know did, um, and said that yeah, no team has been promoted through the playoffs when they've not beaten one of the other top six teams in the regular football season. Obviously, we've got to beat them in the playoffs, otherwise we won't get to the final. Kind of goes nah, without saying. Nah, it, 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 for, for me, the playoffs are you know they're, they're one of them where the previous season kind of gets thrown out the window, apart from the last two or three games, because the last two or three games is if you hit the playoffs in form. You're going up. Uh, Blackpool did it. Hull City did it. Do you know what I mean? These 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 are teams that 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 you know that, that flirted with the playoffs a little bit and then ended up finishing up and then end up winning the bloody thing. Because for me, it's about hitting form and in a encouraging performance like we did against Derby County. I now don't feel as dejected about the playoffs as what I must admit I was a couple of weeks ago because um, I, I was a bit concerned because I'm thinking, gosh, we've not took any these guys. We can't beat this team we can't do that and but we've we, we've turned up against derby and i enjoyed that i i thought do you know what we're not going to get trounced by hull we're not going to get battered by bloody derby and we, we managed to turn up against brighton in their hometown so do you know what i'm excited about it again i'm starting to lose my head a little bit oh no Jeeves, we're going to need some more equipment. Then you need to speak to Oddballs, a speciality. What the? Oddballs, a speciality dealing steel, food, and engineering equipment. Where's that voice coming from? We offer great deals on all types of equipment and can include dismantling, delivery, and erection anywhere in the world. Did he just say erection? We can also buy your surplus equipment or sell it on commission. 
with over 30 years experience, let us achieve the best deal for you. Where can I find out more of Voice in the Sky? Go to www.bentoria.com You heard him folks. Jeeves, get a broom. Um, right then, ladies and gentlemen, so let's uh, crack on with some Wednesday news, shall we? First things first, uh, Fessy has been voted fifth in the Manager's Player of the Year, or Man of the Year, as James would prefer, um, which is, I mean, for all the yellow cards and nonsense and seemingly bias that he seems to have had thrown at him, for a £3 million steel player, this is brilliant, isn't it? I, uh, for one, I'm absolutely over the moon for him because um, he's he's probably not had the best of kind of fortnights as he's had a little bit of bad luck and um you know it feels like the world's against him a little bit so i think he's done he's done really 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 well and to be fair the four players that finished above him who are joey barton alan judge uh ross mccormack and andre uh, johnson gray uh and yeah <laughs> johnson who, who kicked off um are all you know have had fantastic seasons and are quality players so um, you know for Fessy for someone that we signed who wasn't even a regular starter for, for his team last season at the same level that we're playing at now he's done so well this season and should be so proud of that yeah I, I agree with that I mean you had um, I think it was Joey Barton that tweeted uh, something along the lines of um, I'm in good company here thanks a lot for your uh, for your votes yada 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 the one I will have issue with is Alan Judge because you know I've got one big question. Where the bloody old did Brentford finish up? Who the chuff for Brentford? And I, you know, I know we have a, a decent relationship with the Brentford podcast, and they'll probably have their own opinion on it. But Alan Judge, really? Is it not just Alan Smith at Leeds? Is it not just like a big fish in a little pond? You know, is he's, it not just he's like... a bit poorly now, though, isn't he? We need to, you know, show some respect. <laughs> a bit poorly. Uh, leg has fallen off. Yeah, he's got no leg. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no leg. Well, yeah. well, you know, fair play. Well, well you've deserved that, Judgy, just on your leg. It's going to be gutting for him, though, when he has to play like an end-of-season testimonial or something like that for the, uh, the the team of the season, and he has to hop along. He's going to look rubbish, centre midfield. He'll be less mobile <laughs> than John Sheridan in his, in his later years. <laughs> John Sheridan, who was more mank than I thought he was, by the way. I... I uh, we have, I've not spoken to you guys since we went to the class of 91, but the, the, the standout memory for me was, God, look how thick his accent is. He's Irish. It, get, it gets thicker the more... Really? That gets, was your it? entire like, sort of observation of John Sheridan on that well, night, how thick his accent was? You lot were all battered. Do you know what I mean? I Eddie wasn't. Ed, Ed, you know, Eddie spent a million pounds on football yeah, boots. Yeah, Eddie you know did, I mean? yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 You know, J- James and James and your mum had had a few beers. I thought, Christ, well, I'm just having to have a look around here. Like, you know what I mean? And, and, we weren't drunk until about 2am. It's fine. I saw the photos. I saw the photos. I've seen the photos. I just look like that. That's just normal, unfortunately. When I, uh, when I, got, when I got my photo with David Hurst, he went, he called me kid, which I was well happy with. You know what I mean? And, uh, and he went, I'll tell you what, kid, listen, just take the photo. Because I've been on the beer with Shez since about midday, so I'll just take it because I need to go on. <laughs> and, and, and thinking about it I don't think he did go I think that was probably a late night wouldn't surprise me at all not in the slightest um, speaking of players that have won other awards this uh, week of course Barry Bannon was also um, uh, popped in the uh, the championship team of the year as well which again is just fantastic that he's getting these plaudits as Vic mentioned earlier um, there seems to be a lot of people keeping an eye on him and uh, I mean we've always known he's a belting player and obviously people like Villa and uh, etc haven't known that and um, there was somewhat of um, some 
kickback, shall we say, from the Villa fans that seem to have been uh, rather miffed that uh, he was in the um, the team of the year. Um, and, well, quite simply, hopefully, they'll be down there next year and it'll be sort of in the league above them, won't he? Sodden. Sod the Villa fans and sod Aston Villa. I genuinely <laughs> did. Sodden. Do you know what I mean? Sodden. Sod him. Do you know what I mean? They, they let him go. They had, they had an absolute world-class player there. And when I say world-class, I mean world-class as far as Sheffield Wednesday is concerned. I, I know where we like. But you know what I mean? Like, they let him go because they didn't want to play him. They paid him out to Palace. And, you know, Sodom. Absolutely full-on, top of the range, slam dunk, no holds barred. Sodom. See you later. On the flip side, his mum and dad are really happy. They've had a brandy to celebrate, I've heard. Really? Oh, a brandy, not not, not a whiskey. You, Mr. and Mrs. Bannon. Oh, banana. Yeah, <laughs> banana. I might have meant I might have meant whiskey, but I've had a couple of brandies, so yeah. This is <laughs> no, I'm ch- I'm I'm chuffed for Barry Bannon getting the, getting in this team. I uh, I think I think it's great, and, it, and it's nice that he's getting the points that um, that he deserves. Now, I think that we need to. As Wednesday fans, and I think we're doing it already, but I think we need to maintain it. We need to make sure that he becomes a bit of a cult hero for the team. You know, because uh, I think we should have done it with a phobie. I think we should have we should have absolutely sang his name every week because, I mean, look where he went afterwards. I think we've got a part to play. Benicophobie, in... come on. Benicophobie was a... a I, I don't know. Fucking Gabriella Bonglehore. <laughs> He's an... He's a next Wednesday player, but no, come on. I, I, I think we, we have a no. We, yeah, we, <laughs> I won't no. I thought it was going to be a shootout like a Western. Nah, I tell you what. I think, I think we have a part to play, and I think we're doing it very well right now in terms of keeping players and making them a what's what's the posh term? An advocate of the club, making them a raving fan. You know what I mean? And um, that's some. Top-end corporate bullshit you're just speaking there, Dan. You only have to look at Reader, don't you? You only have to look at Reader. exactly. If yes, we can exactly turn that. them in, into a Reader, yes. that's, that's you, the dream made, isn't it? If in yes. five years' time, Barry Badan and his mum and dad uh, turning up to random Wednesday away games... Wearing in their shirts, caravan. Yeah, in their, if they... <laughs> Drive the, drive the, do you drive a caravan or ride a caravan? Well, if you, they drive their caravan right up to the away end. I'm sorry, just, Eddie, you just blow my mind. Do you drive a caravan or do you ride one? I'm, that's all I'm you thinking. You pull a caravan. You pull, you pull a caravan. You pull a caravan. What, like, all right, birds, do you want a couple of drinks? Like, you know? I, I, get, you know, I get on a plane, I turn left. That's all I know. So, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> if they turn up. Bloody uh, hell. In that, it, all right. Look, throw the ch- chips down, Hoyland. Lost, lost the bloody crowd, haven't I now? Right, anyway. <laughs> well well done, Barry Bannon. I think it's amazing. It's a triumph for the human spirit. That was a laboured point, wasn't it? Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> it just. <laughs> Um, right then, let's so look, next little bit of, um, not so much news, but more of a, uh, somewhat of a plea. Now, of course, uh, I'm sure you all saw the, the flags and the various bits and bobs that have been waved about at Hillsborough just recently. And personally, um, this is my personal point of view, that I think it's fantastic. I, I love a flag at a football game. I love lots and lots and lots of flags at a football game because I think that they contribute to the atmosphere of the ground. Now... There are issues taking flags into football matches. Of course, right, especially at a stadium like Hillsborough where we have a certain 
history, shall we say, when it comes to safety and, and bits and bobs like that. So we are now, as a, um, a, a, a fan base, uh, petitioning uh, SAG um, to, to see if we, there is a way that we can get some decent flags back in the ground. And I know we need a fire uh, safety certificate and all that kind of things, but I mean, we've all been in the crowd. We've all been at, at Wembley. I mean, I had a, a flag as a kid at Wembley waving it about, and it just looked amazing, didn't it? Did any of you guys have a flag as a kid and it just looked marvellous? Yes. Yes, no. I did. No, I, I, t- I tell you what, right? I um, I had a flag when uh, when Sheffield Wednesday beat somebody. I can't remember that game. But my earliest, no, not my earliest flag. My best flag memory was uh, a man hitting me in the back of the head when I went to go watch Rotherham at Wembley. I know I was moonlighting. I'm very aware. But it was when Rotherham won the auto windscreen shield. I uh, I got hit by a man. But um, I think I like flags because I think they look great on the. the uh, you know how how much press do Borussia Dortmund get? when it comes to their away end, when you see these huge, great, massive flags and, and they all go, look at the support from Dortmund, look how great they are. I mean, you've got that football away days Twitter account that thinks it's bloody brilliant, but I don't understand what its point of it is. I mean, but that's a different run. But flags, per se, for me, I, I think are great. So, yes, if you're a flag fan, like some people are please do pop over there have a little look at the uh, the wednesday week twitter feed there's a link on there to the petition um, we're, we're not asking for much we just want some flags uh, there, there are ways to go about this there has been a letter sent um um from uh, various different groups cop end of course cleggy cleggy hang on, really hang on. Who, who sent it who sent it can they speak normally i mean we've been accused of being posh in the past i reckon we should get eddie or james to write it no Who's... no it's been it's been written by mr hibbard of course friend of the show from from ours online uh, Al Stalker on board. Uh, there are various Facebook groups on board with this, and, and quite simply, it's been lovely to see the forums getting along on an issue for a change, which has been marvellous. Oh, so there, there wasn't there wasn't a picture of like Sid James laughing or anything when we were talking about it. Well, probably, but it was all in good fun. And, and uh, quite simply, we just want to see what we've been using, what I've been using on Twitter, is a sea of blue and white and a wall of noise for the Cardiff game. Because this Cardiff game, I don't know if you chaps have seen, looks like it's going to be a sellout. It's going to be a noisy, noisy, noisy crowd. And I want to see a shed load of blue and white there as well, which, I mean, let's face it, a full Hillsborough, it's just amazing, isn't it? That brings me it's on a to a side. wonderful point here, my lord. Fire away. Okay, so, people, it's going to be a sellout crowd, we hope. So there will be 24 people around the ground that are going to be holding a bucket for Cavendish Cancer Care, as we know, charity, friend of the show. Please, please, please drop some money in. Please make it gold or silver. And um, please make some local families cope with cancer a bit better. Thank you. No, I think it's a fantastic point, Mick. I, I think we should start a new hashtag, Phil Vicks Bucket, um, so we can get that on Twitter. And... <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake! There we were, there we were, with a lovely point made and a great, great cause, and we just stuck it's image. It's when you're wrong. And I have nothing wrong. to do with it. I'm very no, happy with that. It's you. It's it. an influence, bud. You're, you're a toxic I'll... person. Can I just repeat? <laughs> That's what I, they're telling I, you in the book. I do listen, but you guys are a bit posh. That's what it says here. A bit posh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my show voice. Uh, but no, you, you are absolutely right. Cavendish are, are sort of friends of the show, of course. Everybody's heard that advert. We are more than proud to be associated with Cavendish Cancer Care. And if you do see one of the green buckets knocking about, 
chuck some shekels in. It's for a fantastic cause. Obviously, we, we all know about, about, about Chris and, and obviously what... Um, uh, Mr. Peacock, uh, as you mentioned on last week's show, is doing, which again, Mr. Peacock's um, charity raising exploits are now up and running, so you can start to pop over there and uh, and get some some money popped in for Mr. Peacock as well. And, and, and again, if you've got a shekel or two, if you can, it really, really is appreciated, isn't it, Victoria? It sure is, my lord. It sure is. And just to put it into perspective, it costs about £300 per family to support a family every single year at the Cavendish. So please, 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 you know, there's 42,000 people there. Can you imagine if everyone gave a pound? <sighs> absolutely, absolutely. One one thing that I've um, spotted, in fact, I don't know if it was this week or actually last week, and I forgot to mention it, was um, a suggestion on an internet forum that caught my eye, and I thought, maybe if the result this weekend goes our way, Maybe we want to do this at Wolves. That there was talk about doing like uh, all, all the Wednesday that's, that that go to Molyneux for the last game of the season, all take a yellow card, and every time Fessy like goes near the ball, falls over, everyone waves their yellow cards. I don't know how I feel about it. It made me giggle a bit. So oh thought, my god, yes! Our last it's like you guys, yay or nay? Do you think we should do it? Chance. Yay, definitely. Yeah. It's the evolution of the handball. Ball. Uh, yeah, shout! Absolutely. Remember the Barnes a few years ago. The, a ball, a ball, a ball, a ball. It still has a bit of a life. A ball. It still has a bit of a life that we do that. So I think this could be that you know it could be the, the logical evolution of that, and it will prove that we are better than any other fans because we have a sense of humour. I, I agree. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, right, so the other bit to Wednesday news this week, coming on to uh, obviously our next match, is that uh, old David Jones has piped up, hasn't he? Uh, mentioning about how Wednesdays uh, haven't got the gumption to uh, to cross the finishing line for the playoffs. Um, do we have a polite way of dealing with this? Uh, obviously, we all know Mr. David Jones in full support of him whilst he was here, but he's a bit naughty, this, isn't he? No polite way to reply to him whatsoever. So I just just wave. Just wave. That's fine. I t- I'll tell you what, Dave Jones. Um, when I want an opinion on netball, I'll give you a ring. Um, <laughs> <until then. laughs> I was about you should. I don't know. It's just weird, isn't it? I'm going to have to play devil's advocate a bit on this because after actually reading what he said, where all he said is that he thinks the pressure's on Wednesday... Um, and uh, actually, his comments made quite a lot of sense. So I'm going to stick up for him a little bit and say that I think he's been slightly misquoted. I don't think he's been trying to uh, to goad the Wednesday fans at all. I think he's uh, he's he's got a bit of a bad write up for this one. And Dave, if you can yeah, put a check he... in the post, that would be lovely. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but even if, it, if, it, if that's what he said, the pressure on the Wednesday, it's, it's rubbish. Uh, obviously, we're going to speak about the card again anyway. So let's crack not, on with that rubbish as well, shall we? Shall we? That's that makes well, yeah, because... sense really because they're, Cardiff go into it as underdogs. They're not expected to get anything out of it. There's no pressure on them. The pressure is on us because it's in our hands. But Cardiff have to come for us, don't they? That they need three points. We just need a point. So they're going to be coming at us, which to me is brilliant because obviously we've seen what we can do on the counter attack. We've seen Fessy score what three, four of his goals from counter attacks this season. And again, we said it with the MK Dons. They they did sit back. They came for a point, even though they're going to get relegated from it, which was utter, utter nonsense. Cardiff can't do that, can they? They've got to come at us. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. But that, I mean, it, 
to us that makes no difference because Carlos will not play for a point. We we know what Carlos is like. We do not go into any game with any intention of anything other than trying to win that football match. Um, so if anything, all it means is it'll be a very open game of um, game of football, which is a good thing look, because it, it means that it's 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 a tough one to call. And let's be honest here. Um, yeah, we were all good at whatever it was about the quarter past seven by the time that Cardiff match finished at the weekend. Um, they have been in a terrible, terrible run of form, beating the worst club in the league with a penalty in the 117th minute is not indication of being a, a team that is driving towards the playoffs. We have nothing to fear from Cardiff. All we have to do is do what we always do in these big Wednesday end of season matches, which is A, fill the stadium. We're going to do that. B, be loud. We will do that. And C, perform. And you know what? As much as the Wednesday fans and a Wednesday crowd, uh, we do get on the back of players and we are guilty of expecting Chris Waddle and John Sheridan when we've got you know, Darren Potter and Lewis Buxton. But... When it comes, when the chips are down and it comes to these big games, we back the team. And nine times out of ten, <clears throat> Crystal Palace 2010, uh, nine times out of ten, <laughs> we deliver when these games arrive. So all I would do is urge the Wednesday fans to get there with a positive mindset, get there early, cheer the team on. And if they play even half as well as they did against Derby, we will beat Cardiff at a canter. This is, you know, this is not a last ditch, you know, win or die type situation. This is just a let's get this boxed off, have a week off when it comes to Wolves, and then come back strong for the playoffs. How um how how big a game do we reckon this is? Because I was having a chat with um, a mate of mine on Twitter the other day who was saying he thinks it's the biggest game since the playoffs ten years ago, eleven years ago. Um, so he thinks it's, this is bigger than the Wickham promotion game. Objectively, in terms of league positioning, yeah, I think he's right. Um, I think it's probably equal to the Brentford game because that was a gateway game, wasn't it? The, the, the Brentford away game in the promotion season was the gateway to, uh, to us finishing the job off. This is the gateway to the playoffs and potentially us uh, achieving what we want to achieve. So... Uh, um, no, it's it's not as big as the Wickham game. It just it just isn't. It's we're a division higher. The stakes are probably higher. But as a standalone game, it, you know this is this is a game that we can lose and still get a happy ending. That wasn't true with the Wickham game. Oh, of course, worst comes to the worst, and we don't get to points against Cardiff. Uh, quite simply, we just had to beat Wolves as well, don't we? So uh, it wouldn't be the end of the world, although it would be nice to secure that on home soil. Um, I mean, the Cardiff game, it's going to be a belter. The Wednesday fans are going to be in fine, fine voice. The hi-ho, separate Wednesday at the beginning is going to be epic, and that's not a word I use lightly on there, but it's going to be huge, isn't it? It's going to be like the Wickham game one. It's ridiculous. Um, one thing I would beg... Please beg of Wednesdayites is if we do win this game, stay off the chuffing pitch for this one, boys and girls, because we've got another game to play in it, hopefully, after that, haven't we? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and we we paid a million pounds for this pitch. We don't want to run on it. Pitch invasion? Are you winding me up? 
I'll tell you what, I think the word tin pot is perfect, by the way. Did anybody see the QPR one to sarcastically clap them, themselves off the pitch when, uh, well, I think they lost to Newcastle for uh, <laughs> hilariously. It was like a year ago or, or two years ago at the end of the season. No, no. You know what I mean? Because bear in mind, that's going to be the video that haunts us forever. Let's say that we get into the playoffs, yeah, but then we absolutely embarrass ourselves and... What will happen? That video of that that pitch invasion will haunt us for years. It'll be one of them things where they go, lol, look at this guy. It'll be more embarrassing than Brian Kidd and Alex Ferguson. No from me, fuck them. Well, uh, I think that's pretty much summed all that up, hasn't it? Um, Certainly, Pudge, clearly not a fan of flags or pitch invasions. Um, Sorry, did you say fags or slags? Either or. <laughs> choose, your, well, you know, choose your own well, adventure. Well, well, one I've got an indifference <laughs> to, and the other one, you know, jury's out. <laughs> and the other little bit of uh, news it's just worth mentioning from the Cardiff game is that uh, the, the linesman has been replaced, hasn't he? Um, a chap called James Bell um, has stood down from the game at Hillsborough because apparently he's from Sheffield. And um, Wales Online reveal that this chap was from Sheffield so uh, they basically chucked him out of the game and replaced him with a, a chap called Ravel and then another name I can't pronounce bit weird that isn't it? I thought there were sort of um, things to stop that kind of thing happening can't Fudge yeah, pronounce it if it's like European Ravel is fine but what if he was actually a blunt and not Wednesday do you think it was a possible plant to try and stop this from happening? He's a like, they're all what? shit, aren't they? He's a linesman, they're all rubbish. He'd <laughs> have got everything wrong. It doesn't matter where he um, where he comes from. Hey, there's some good headline potential by the fact, what's his name? James Bell. James Fudge, Bell. Fudge, come on, come up with a, a headline. Something involving the world Bell and end for Bell, something yeah, like that. You can yeah, come up with some kind yeah, of novel. James thing Bell like. ends his job... I fucked it up. I've had a wine. No, <laughs> <laughs> my concern is right that the guy from Sheffield, yeah, has um, left Devoed, which you know would have been bang on board with, and replaced by somebody called Ravel. Now, isn't there a player for Cardiff called Alex Ravel Griffiths? Yeah, it's a conspiracy. Yes, striker and but you know I mean? maybe no, he could do I, I run the line as well. So, yeah, so we, we, we've ended up getting rid of somebody from our own town and replacing them with one of the players' dads. Now, that, for me, smacks the Sunday league. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he puts his flag up, you're cheating, bastard! That's what's going to happen. Pass it to Jimmy. Go on. <laughs> Long, strong. Um, right then, ladies and gents. Of course, it goes without saying. Uh, Saturday is going to be a massive, massive game, isn't it? it it's going to be packed, Hillsborough. Um, uh, I shall be in the Riverside on Saturday as well, so please do come and say hello if you're uh, you're in there as well. You don't know what you look like <laughs> unless you're wearing a top hat and tails. Go wear the hat. My wear photograph. The hat. Wear the hat. Go on. My You've got to wear the hat. Has been... <laughs> My photograph has been on Twitter for five years now, um, so everybody can see exactly what I like on my, my avatar there. Um, <laughs> I think no, you please, described uh, it as I being get... from a few years ago, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that, five years ago. From 2002, I believe it was. <laughs> it was the first time that, uh, that me, Fudgy, Lord H and Beastie all got together. 
it was at a, a wedding, a society wedding. <laughs> and that's exactly what he looked like. I couch for yeah. him. Can you remember the days when we used to do things like that before all these commoners came along, Eddie? And then, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, commoners, you mean, you it mean was. That, that's, that's what it was, Vic. It was Prince William's wedding. We yeah. were there quaffing oh. wine and canapes. You know what I mean? We didn't have plates. It was just people walking around with, you know, a little bit of pudding on slate. And, you know, because... <laughs> We ate, we ate the food off naked Japanese girls, if you remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Those are the days, weren't they? How no, is that not talking about it? You can't, you can't <laughs> do that anymore. It's political correctness gone mad. <laughs> Sorry, or, Oriental ladies. Sorry. <laughs> yes, hang on. But no, it, it, it get razor up at car. I, I don't need to tell Wednesday nights how to, to, to do their job, do I? It's going to be absolutely incredible, incredible atmosphere. And of course, it's going to be a pleasure to see everybody there. The Wednesday Week is proud to be associated with Cavendish Cancer Care. Cavendish is a Sheffield charity dedicated to improving the quality of life for people living with cancer. No one should face cancer alone, so Cavendish provides emotional support through counselling and complementary therapies. The services they provide are free of charge and are funded through donations. If you can help or would like to find out more information, you can go to www.cavcare.org.uk. That's C-A-V-C-A-R-E.org.uk. Um, right then, ladies and gents, uh, that's just going to bring us to an end of this week's show. Of course, it's been a pleasure of always whatever happens um, on saturday we shall be back next week with a full roundup of it um jamesy old bean if people want to get a lot of you over there on the twitterish where can we do that uh, you can get me at james marriott goes without saying i'll be in the riverside cafe um as well on saturday and then hitting the town afterwards um and going out for a few drinks oh. after the game uh, possibly to celebrate us confirming our playoff place, if not to commiserate the fact that we haven't cemented our playoff place. Either way, it works. So if you want a night out till 8.30 in the evening, please tweet at James Marriott. <laughs> Get involved, kids. No, it's a 3 o'clock kickoff. I'll make it till at least half past nine for a 3 o'clock kickoff. If you, if you want to fall asleep, Sleep in Charlie Brown's car park. Get involved at, <laughs> at James Marriott. <laughs> and Victoria, where can I go to you, my darling? Uh, you can catch me at Victoria1867. And, of course, I shall be outside the ground on Saturday with 23 volunteers collecting for Cavendish Cancer Care. And then I shall be in the pub, of course. And don't forget, hashtag Phil Vicks Bucket. Fudge, if no! you want to do with you, where can we do that? If you want to get hold of me, I'm on Twitter, at Dan Fudge. Caution, I do say fuck a lot. <laughs> and of course, don't forget, if Fudge needs feedback, so please, that's why you need to send that to too as well. I don't want, I don't want any of your feedback. <laughs> 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 and Eddie, old boy, if people want to go to you, where can we do that, my friend? Well, you can do that by uh, booking onto a flight and turning left, because I'll be uh, in premium economy. At, uh... <laughs> 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 uh, I am at Sausage Arms on Twitter. I will also be in the Riverside uh, Saturday and uh, potentially not staying out later on, uh, because I, uh, I did that last time. We had a... <laughs> oh, no. I did it last time we had a big game. I I, en- I ended up drinking a bottle of Sarsen's malt vinegar for a bet. So uh, I don't. I'm not keen to drink uh, that. It was not a good. Have day. you booked a hotel? Right, Eddie? Still. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> is that a proposition, Vic? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. 
Our mum and dad's staying. Hashtag Phil Vicks Bucket. Can we stop with the Phil Vicks Bucket? This is horrible. At Sausage Arms, I'm DTF. <laughs> and of course, if you'd like to get all the me, you're going to add Lord H at L zero R D underscore H. You know the podcast as well at T W W Cast. Uh, send us emails, do all that kind of thing as well. We are sort of on the spy out for a new sponsor for next season. Of course, Oddballs have been fantastic. Well, it's really, really fantastic. But if you Oddballs have been fantastic with us, oh. But uh, if you or anybody you know would like to have a little chat with us and uh, about uh, the sponsorship of the podcast, again, we, 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 we're happy to share our numbers with you. Now, of course, there has been a, a really serious thing, um, obviously, that, that, that Hillsborough has been involved with, which had a, a verdict for this week. Yeah, finally, it's um, it's a very different um, ending to the show that, that we would normally do. Um, as you know, generally on the Wednesday week, we have a bit of fun. We don't take things all that seriously at all. But every now and then, there is something that comes along more important. Um, and we've been reminded of that today with the news about the Hillsborough inquests. Uh, naturally, a very emotive subject, one that we all have an opinion on, and we're sure that you do too. Um, whatever your thoughts on that fateful day back in April 1989, we feel it's right to end the show with a tribute to the 96 people who went to a football match and never came home. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com for more information. See you later! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.